0: For WCYB Digital Radio, I'm Heather Engel. Joining me today is Kelly Reeves, also known as Ms. Defense. Kelly, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Your company, Ms. Defense, is all about empowering women to take control of their personal safety. And today we're talking about self-defense beyond physical techniques. So when I think of self-defense, I think of physically being able to fight off an attacker. What kind of self-defense are we talking about beyond just the physical techniques? Well, it's
1: kind of, it's more of a proactive approach to avoid any physical confrontation. And one of the most important tools that I always teach is situational awareness, and that is being aware of your surroundings and who's in it at all times, because most victims, especially ones not in your home, because there's the outside the home defense, and of course, in the home self-defense, are attacked because they're not paying attention. They're looking up their phone. They're not aware of their surroundings. They're jogging with earbuds in. So that is an attacker's primary type of target, the most unaware person around. And there was actually a study done with incarcerated felons who were shown a video of pedestrians walking across the street. And within seven seconds, they had all picked out their victims. And it was because they pretty much weren't paying attention to their surroundings. So that's probably the biggest non-physical confrontation form of self-defense that you can implement in your everyday lives from when you get out of your car at the grocery store or wherever, just you know, casually looking around you, seeing who's there, not looking down at your phone, kind of just being aware. I am a big eye contact person because criminals don't like to be seen. So if somebody is up to something and you happen to make direct eye contact with them, they probably are going to move on to the next person.
0: So it sounds like some of this has to do with your confidence and really understanding the psychology of self-defense. Can you expand a little bit on some of what you just talked about? You know, How can someone present themselves as being more confident beyond, you mentioned, eye contact? What are some other things that you can do?
1: Going back to the study with the incarcerated criminals, you know, why they chose their victims was because they weren't paying attention They had bad body posture, the way they walked, they weren't making eye contact. So things like walking with confidence, your shoulders back, head up on a casual swivel, always looking around, not slouching with your arms crossed in front of you. Things like that have a good, like just confident stride. The mental and psychological part of that is, and actually Tony Robbins, if you look at, he has like a two minute Wonder Woman Superman video, where if you stand in the mirror with your shoulders back and arms on your hips and just look at yourself for two straight minutes, that that is an instant confidence builder. So you can leverage that in the self-defense world too because the more confident and self-assured you appear, the less likely you're going to be a victim.
0: I think too, as women, we very often don't want to be seen as rude or unhelpful, but both in cybersecurity and physical security, that's kind of what an attacker is counting on, right? If they're asking yeah. you for help or asking you for directions, those are some things to be aware of as well, isn't it?
1: Yeah. And I always say it's better to be safe than rude, than polite and attacked. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and and I hate to, to say that, but unfortunately, that's the world we live in. You can't really trust anyone, and especially in the cybersecurity space, and you see it all the time with social engineering where you get a direct message from someone who appears to be a friend of yours on Facebook and they send you that link that says, oh my gosh, look at this video I saw of you. And you trust it because you think it's from your friend. And then you click on it and next thing you know, you have a virus spreading through your computer or they've been able to hack into your systems. So those are things when I see that I reach out separately and ask the person like, did you really send me this video? And it is now happening with text too. So sadly, the trust levels in our world are starting to decrease where you can't even be nice to people without worrying about being attacked by them.
0: What are some things, you know, we talked a little bit about that mental fortitude and confidence, and you talked about the Tony Robbins thing where you stand in the mirror and look at yourself for two minutes. What are some other things that women especially, but really anyone can do to build that confidence you know, maybe overcome their fear and most importantly, maintain their composure in a threatening situation? Because a lot of us just sort of freeze or panic. What are some tips that you have there?
1: Yeah, it's really practice. I always encourage having a personal safety plan, a plan A, plan B, plan C. If you walk down the street, you think you're being followed. Okay, I'm going to cross the street. That's plan A. If they follow you across the street, what's plan B? And to always just have A plan in place of what you would do if and practice it because you're right. We have our natural survival mechanism in our brains. It's the amygdala and it's the fight, flight, or freeze response. And if your response is to flee, that's fine. If you fight, it could be fine. But if you freeze, then you're in a lot of trouble. So I say to have a personal safety plan and practice it because if you look at like EMTs and firefighters and police, they're constantly practicing their drills so when it comes to the real actual situation, they're not freaked out and frozen. They practice it so much and they have that muscle memory that they're able to carry out their safety plan and their protection plan. And it's the same thing. So I always say when you go into, say, like a big box store like a Walmart, which we always joke is the most dangerous place in the world, (laughs) uh, or (laughs) Walmart or Target or Costco. And, you know, what I do is I just do a circle around the perimeter, see where all the emergency exits are. Because if there is something like an active shooter situation, then you want to know your escape routes. So it's just really having a personal safety plan. So my personal safety plan, just when I go to say Trader Joe's, I back into the parking spot so I know I can get out quickly. My plan when I put my groceries up is I put my groceries up, shut the door, lock my car, put the cart up and get back in my car, close the door, media light, lock it, turn the car on and put it in gear before I touch my phone or do anything. So those are little plans that you can put into place that, again, are part of that situational awareness and the avoidance. It's like if you know you're going to be walking somewhere and it's going to be late at night, say you're leaving work late at night and you're going to be walking to a parking garage that may be a little dark and secluded, what's your plan to get to your car safely? So it's always just having that plan in place and practicing it mentally. And if you can practice it physically, even better.
0: I know that If you're talking about, you know, walking alone in a dark parking lot or down a street after dark, you know, that's a situation where I think a lot of people are going to be more cautious. Is there ever a time of day that we can let down our guard? Unfortunately, no. Uh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there are times where it's less likely, you know, broad daylight where there are crowds. But, you know, criminals live criminals just like cyber criminals are getting very sophisticated and very savvy in the way they carry out their attacks and you know they could be somebody standing near a bank atm outside and just think some guy standing there some gal standing there and you get your money out next thing you know they're following you and next thing you know they're holding you at gunpoint and stealing your purse or knife point or whatever That's less likely to happen on a crowded street. So obviously in the daytime when it's crowded, you can probably let your guard down a little, but you still never know who's around you. And if they're pickpocket or maybe not do a physical attack like that, but you still have
0: to be vigilant, I think, all the time. You said something earlier that I want to go back to. Maybe it was a joke about Walmart being the most dangerous place. (laughs) Can you tell me why that is?
1: I've actually seen if you Google or whatever search engine you use, put Walmart shootings or Walmart crimes and Walmart has just there's an exponential amount of stories about crimes that happen at Walmart and more so than, say, Target or any other store like that. And I don't know why it's particular to Walmart. I don't know if it's a demographic thing. And I, I do think a part of it, too, is most Walmarts allow a lot of transients in the parking lot. They allow people, you know, sleep in their cars or whatever. hmm. It is part joke. We always say this in my CCW classes, like (laughs) Walmart's the most dangerous place on earth. But (laughs) there have been a lot of statistics and stories that highlight all the crimes against other people that are committed at Walmart, more so than, say, Costco or Target or stores like that.
0: Well, Kelly, today we've been talking about self-defense beyond physical techniques. Is there anything else you'd like to add?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, just situational awareness, avoidance, if you can avoid a dangerous situation, do, even if that means you have to take a longer route, then I always say, well, great, then you get more steps in. Driving too, like I have a little little 17-year-old niece who's driving and she's a competitive dancer and often at the dance studio late at night. And I always ask, okay, when you leave the dance studio and it's late, are you looking through your rearview mirror to see if somebody's been behind you for a while? Do you know how to use the turn right, turn right, turn right method? And all that kind of stuff. So there's really just, like I said, creating a personal plan with any situation, especially where you might be more vulnerable, like driving alone at night or in a dark parking structure. So I'd say if you can avoid it, be aware of your surroundings. Those are the things that are gonna keep you from having to potentially keep you from having to ever use any type of physical defense.
0: For WCYB Digital Radio, I'm Heather Engel. Joining me today was Kelly Reeves, For more info on Kelly, visit MsDefenseCCW.com.